talking at you. Well, okay. Episode eight. Here we are. One twenty twenty one. World didn't come to an end. Capital didn't blow up. We're fine. It's going to be fine, people. Now, I'll be honest. I was expecting the worst. I was ready to take my kid out of daycare for the day, bring him home in case all hell broke loose. I got a little nervous when Trump hauled ass out of D.C. early and none of his followers are around because that just seems odd to me. From all that huff and puff and then all of a sudden nothing, something's brewing. Something's going to happen. Now, it could still be happening. I don't know. I mean, it's only a couple hours into this so far, but... I've got a pretty good idea that it's going to be fine. I mean, it's going to be like every other president. You know, people got upset, didn't like who they wanted. We're going to do this and that. And then three months down the road, summer's back. Everybody's having fun again. So hopefully COVID's gone. Everybody can get back to normal, start focusing on family and friends again. And a lot of this tension and stress should hopefully all go away and people will come back to normal. We can start rebuilding what, everything i guess i'm not gonna sit here and knock politicians i don't know much about biden he's been there forever and i don't really know a lot about him i should probably trump no he's he's a bad dude no he's in stuff that no president should be into but he did do things inadvertently that i've talked about before you know you can't totally scold him i mean in his ways brought a lot of notice to things we just decided not to pay attention to all the hate all the riots all that stuff everything that we've been dealing with in 2020 is more or less something he caused but not all of it he just made it more amplified without that amplification who knows if we would have done anything about anything we wouldn't have had the riots because we would have been running our government as normal nobody would have known or at least would have cared that anything was going on. So some good did come out of it. Give the guy a little bit of credit. He didn't mean to, I'm sure. He didn't know he was making any changes. Us as a human race, you know, we seen something wrong and we're taking care of it. I'll give him that. He he made us see how bad we were as, as people. You just got to find the silver lining. Now all the stuff he's done, the insurgents, I guess, that that was pretty serious. And yeah, he incited it, but it really was the people's mindset. I mean, he's been building them up for years, and it just finally snapped. And COVID was the biggest factor, really. These people, I have to believe they are sane people. They've just been pushed to their limit. So anybody in that scenario, I mean, they're going to they're gonna snap. And anybody with power and money, they're going to snap even harder. So all these doctors and lawyers that were funding a lot of these events, they're just as much to blame. You can't put it all on one man. I know the president's job is to take the blunt of it, to take the blame, to, well, it's supposed to t- make things better. So he wasn't very equipped for making things better. Um, he's got a lot of that bully mentality. I mean, a lot of us have grown up with it. I learned to adapt that way. Someone comes at you, you go at them twice as bad. You make it to where they don't want to make fun of you no more beat up on you no more so you just do it back to them that's not how you run a country you can't you can't have a pissing match and expect to come out a winner in that in that deal you're messing with too many households too many lives so it's your own deal if you want to fight your own battles that way that's one thing but you can't fight for the american people that way i'm gonna try not to make it all ranting about trump because that's that's not what i want to do i 
I see where he comes from. I do like his idea of what America is, but that's not, that's not for everybody. That's not everybody's America. So we can want that, but we got to want that for everybody. And I've mentioned that before. We got to back up Biden as our president. You know, it's hard to say that sometimes when he's not your guy, but if we don't give these people a chance, at least within the first couple of years to get something done, nothing gets done. They just get replaced and next four years someone's erasing everything they did now that's counterproductive so we got to at least give them time to do what they got to do now i do understand trump kind of got a unfair shake because he didn't know what he was doing but didn't get a whole lot of time to figure out what he was doing he was defending himself most of the time that's his life that's what he's used to so who knows if he ever would have actually got better but we'll never know i think being a president is probably the hardest thing, most stressful thing. I don't even know why anybody would want to do it. You don't have any freedom. You don't really get to see your friends like you used to. You don't just go anywhere. You just are locked up in a house. I mean, he's had lockdown for the last four years. So you can imagine how frustrated he is, especially going from that lifestyle. Yeah, and even when they're out, out afterwards, they they don't have freedoms. I mean, they're... They're pretty much in a lockdown wherever they live. They don't get to drive. They don't get to go anywhere without announcing where they're going to be. It's, it's, it's a pain in the ass. And they can opt out of Secret Service and protection and go back to a civilian life. But then they're in danger all the time. I mean, you just you just can't do the job and live a life. It's, I mean, that's, that's a lot of stress on them. That's why they look the way they do when they're done with their terms. I'll give... Even Trump some credit, you know, it's a hard-ass job. He went in blind, and he had to try to learn it. So to go in not as a politician and come out trying to be a politician, I can't imagine he wasn't a little relieved getting out of there. I mean, I, can, I could see he looked a little relaxed. I don't know, media will tell you he looks beaten, but I don't think that's it. I think he's just trying to get out, go back to life as well as he can, and just be done with it. I don't blame him if that's the case. I don't know how it's going to go. They might convict him. I don't see that happening. I don't think that's what's the best for the country is to convict a person. Now, I don't think... I don't think maybe he should be able to run for anything else until he gets some formal training because he didn't really, as far as I know, learn a whole lot other than how to write his name. You got to do a little bit of trial and error. No, he probably would have done a lot better if he at least was a, a mayor. You know, a mayor is a great place to start and learn that. You know, governor. I don't know if he would have to do governor because by the end of that one, you probably don't want to be in politics either. But yeah, he should, if he's strong and... He's got the money to back himself up with. He should have probably tackled that a little differently, not go right to president. Then there's the Trump family. Now, these people, they probably are evil. I don't know if Donald can really do a lot of thinking for himself. I think he gets a lot of feed from the people around him, and his family are definitely a cancer on him because he will take all of that stuff that they feed him for their own personal gain. Like, they want to be in the White House. They want to have that control. They want. They don't really care if he's around. They would probably throw him under the bus if it progressed through life farther. That's the hardest part. Know your surroundings. Know your people. Trust, you know, real friends. And they're easy to tell because when you're at your worst, they're nowhere to be found. 
And that's what's that's what Trump is fighting right now. Most of his trusted friends that he thought he could trust are are gone or bailing on him or they're just sticking around to get pardoned so that's not a friendship if he wasn't rich or something like that would they even be around probably not and is he gonna value his followers after this probably not he's just as bad as a friend as he's got friends Let's go over a few things that Biden actually has done. No, I don't know a lot. I can read you some stuff, but we all know, you know, from Scranton, he was a so a senator from Delaware, which for as long as he was there, from 73 to 2009, that's pretty impressive to be reelected to the Senate six times. That's pretty good. I mean, people must see something in him because you just don't, Keep voting a guy in if he's crap. So, and then he's done. He's done things. I mean, he's really good. You know, as far as war resolution, he has good ideas as far as talking to people. He's good at talking to to adversaries. You know, they can. He's got that look to him. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. He's an easy guy to talk to. Which that's probably eighty percent of our negotiations is just being easy to talk to. He's not, you know, offensive. He's not angry looking. He doesn't come off as a bully he doesn't he doesn't get aggressive right out of the gate so maybe that's a weakness i don't know but i think anybody could sit in a room with someone they don't agree with have a conversation not get angry that's the kind of person should be doing the talking because we need to stay calm hear hear out the people that have problems and find a solution not automatically go into fight back mode i know there's a name for that but i don't know what it is but yeah so Sometimes it's just a matter of being presidential, you know, just sitting there listening and coming up with a solution. It doesn't happen that quick. No one's expecting a president or anybody to have a solution right away. How can you? If you haven't dealt with it personally every single day, you need to figure it out on every occasion, a different solution. And there's people there you got to consult with, you know, there's professionals. We have them there for a reason. So it takes time. Everybody wants simple, instant solutions, but that's not how the job works. There's a whole lot of areas there that have to be covered. I mean, this guy knows what he's doing. He's He's got experience with war resolution. He's dealt with most of, well, he has dealt with all the wars we've dealt with. I mean, he's had a part in it. He's had a part in trying to make things easier without you know, all-out war and stuff like that. And he's done other things. He's done... Uh, Violence Against Women's Act. He's done Violent Crime Control, Law Enforcement Act. These are all things that are showing he's trying to make a better world. He's not trying to take over the country and sell it to China. I mean, he's he's a businessman too. He knows how to make things work. He knows how to talk to China. He knows how to talk to these countries in a way that they feel comfortable, that they're going to get what they want, and we're getting what we want. It's a give-give. You can't just take everything and tell them, we're the best country in the world. Suck it. It's like, that's not going to go well. And they're just going to fight back and try to hurt us just as bad. So maybe it's time, just a little bit of democracy, a little bit of just calm talking for a change, less tweeting. I don't really think any president, anybody in, in a leadership role should be on social media just talking about their day. I liked it better when you didn't hear from the president except for on TV or special announcements because then it meant something. You know, it felt like it was important. 
Nowadays, it doesn't feel like anything's important because it's always online. We do need the more more presidential, and I think I think he might deliver that. We're gonna find out. We got four years to not like him. Yeah, I mean, people are gonna say, well, they didn't give Trump a chance. Why should we give Biden a chance? Because maybe he'll give us a reason to give him a chance. Trump, right off the bat, wasn't really throwing out much for us to go on. You know, he wasn't whipping out awesome speeches or telling us this and that. And he wasn't making real good anything other than boasting how awesome he was. That's not something he should be doing. We should be telling him how awesome he is. You know, that's what we do as a people. My idea of president, go in there, do your job, try to do it in the best way possible so it helps out everybody. It makes everybody happy with a solution, I guess. I don't know. Kind of fumbling for words here. I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. I don't have no problem with Biden. I've, I'm not Republican, Democrat, Independent. I'm not, I'm not any of the parties. I don't know what the hell I would be called. Maybe it's a whole brand new party. I don't know. I just go with what I feel. You know, if my day can go on, they can do their job. I can do my job. I don't care what they're doing. Just do it in a way that everybody can be happy. And if they can't all be happy, at least try to hit the majority. I think we can all go better that way. We can all be happier society. We'll figure each other out. We can't have the president, the federal government, stepping in, treating us like children, babysitting us and telling us we have to do this, we have to do that. It's just, it can't be done that way. We have to be able to manage ourselves. So don't go out there hating your government just because you can hate it. If you don't have a solution, if you don't have a way of fixing the problem you come up with, then find somebody that can make a solution first and then complain about it. Because I can go out there all day long and say, I don't make enough money. Well, that doesn't do you any good. What's your solution to solve that problem? Not just give me more money. That doesn't work. And, you know, stuff like that. Just, you got to have solutions for the government for them to listen to you. You're just going to stand there with a sign and say anything. I mean, whether it's pro, con, anything, you can't just stand there with a sign and accept a solution. It's going to have to be something concrete on paper that makes sense. Do you have a business that's failing? Did COVID knock you out? It's very possible. A lot of them have fell. A lot of them have restructured their business, which actually turned into a better business that will long term last a lot better because the times are changing whether you like it or not, COVID or not. Um, if you haven't, through all this, developed a way to do your business remotely, you might want to look into it no matter what anyways, because that's where it's going. People are getting to the point where they don't want to go in a store and walk around. They want to do it just like if they were shopping online. They want to buy it on their computer, at least go pick it up and then take it home. And that's just the way of the future. Uh, restaurants, outdoor dining is, in my opinion, awesome. I love it. Now, not in the winter. I live in a place where that's not so fun. There's a lot of things these restaurants have done that the ones that are actually succeeding have developed really awesome ways to do business. They've actually expanded their uh, financial flow because they can do more than they did before. It's learning curve here, but I think this is a lot of this was just us doing the inevitable. I mean, it was only a matter of time. Technology's taken over and we can either try to fight it and live the good old days or move on and thrive because the other countries are are following and they're they're rising fast. We will end up being the country left behind if we don't start following suit. Let's just embrace each other's ideas. We can argue, we can we can have protests, 
I prefer not to burn shit down, but whatever. I don't, I don't really condone that. I can't really say go do that, but definitely do the protests, get out there, get heard, find somebody that can do the speaking. If you can't do the speaking and get your facts, you have to have facts. You can't just go making up stuff. I'm good at it. I can make stuff up all day. I could have a whole controversy or conspiracy podcast of just made up shit in my mind. I'm just asking. This is this whole podcast is just me getting politics out of my mind because I don't want to be talking about this anymore. I'll bring it up once in a while, maybe if it's in the news, but the anger's just got to stop. It's taking over everybody's thoughts. Everybody's changing. I've got family that don't talk to me. I don't talk to them. It's just nobody wants to talk when you don't know what you're supposed to say, when you're not allowed to say nothing. Let's just get over that. Bring back the free speech. That doesn't have to hurt people. Figure out how to live again in society. I do believe we're all still there. We're all neighbors. We're all the same people we used to be. Just bring it in, people. One big group hug. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't do that. But one big group barbecue. How about that? Let's have a great big group barbecue and pretend that COVID never happened. That's coming. Someday that's coming. And although we won't actually forget about it, we will hopefully not dwell on it as much as we do today. And I, I think we can move on. I mean, if we can get past 9-11, you know, keep it in our memories, make sure the kids don't forget, because as soon as you forget, you repeat history. And I think we can do the same thing with COVID. I think we can move on, not get over it. We have to remember it, because like I said, this is, this is a repeat of history. We got lazy, and we didn't think it was serious. Now we know that it's something that can be very serious, not treated well. So I think hopefully we have a plan now through all of this. So when the next one hits, it'll be in and out. And I have to hope and assume that that's what's going to go on the next couple of years. So on that note, I'm going to talk to you later. I think I've done enough venting for everybody, at least for me, for sure. It was fun talking at you, and I'll see you on the next episode of Liz, and we'll talk about male masculinity and how that screwed us up. See you then, and I'll talk at you later.